Hey, this is Karim, and you're listening to Strictly Between Us, RadioTimes.com Strictly Come Dancing podcast. Hello, and welcome to Strictly Between Us, the Strictly Come Dancing podcast powered by RadioTimes.com. I'm entertainment correspondent Kimberly Bond. For today's show, I'm joined as ever by news editor Emma Powell. How are you doing today, Emma? Good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And drama editor Eleanor Bly-Griffiths. How are you doing today, Eleanor? Great, thank you. I'm glad you're both doing well because it was a very flat surely this weekend as we were all suffering from the Blackpool come down. Schools were low, the judges didn't crack a smile and Craig Revel Horwood was definitely in need of some chocolate. And things went from bad to worse for Saffron Barker and AJ Pritchard tumbling to the bottom of the leaderboard after their samba. The pair found themselves eliminated from the competition after losing against Karim Zarul and Amy Dowden in the dance-off. Did the right couple go? Emma, I'll start with you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's. I feel it's really risky doing a samba at this stage in the competition. Mm. I feel that's the dance that a lot of people get knocked out on yeah. because it is really difficult. She's been good the last few weeks. She's been pretty much a front runner and we predicted she'd win. We'll get onto that in a bit. <laughs> um, but it just looked really awkward. I feel like she wasn't really feeling it and you, you could tell it was a little bit stiff. Yeah. And I, I think the judges' comments were fair, to, to be honest. It was very much dancing by numbers, don't you think? Because there was yeah. a bit where she was like moving her arm like that, and yeah. then it was it wasn't like a natural rhythm. It was a little bit like they were doing a dress rehearsal or marking it or something. Yeah. Like she wasn't fully committing. Mm. Yeah, because I think it was Craig. Who, was it Craig who said, "I would like a samba with more interaction in the body," yeah. and it did feel a bit like that. It just didn't seem to have like a, the passion of a samba. I feel no. like maybe we've been spoiled by Calvin, but it didn't seem to have mm. that kind of like sexiness. It was all a bit. Hips. It was just a bit awkward. Like I don't think the song was great for it either. Like "Walking on Sunshine" mm. isn't the sexiest, you know, go and get him song. It's a, it was a bit too. It's like a Charleston song for a samba dance. Yeah. It, was, it didn't quite hit the mark. I was watching it over your shoulder this morning, and I was just like. <laughs> Right, because I'd just kind of forgotten how kind of almost awkward it was. And yeah. it's a shame because she was a good dancer. Even um, Craig said that. He said that she had topped the leaderboard. She was a good mm. dancer. Do you think it's a shame she left, Eleanor? Um, you're only as good as your last dance. And I don't know. I I, I mean, the moment we saw she was up against Karim, we knew mm. that she was a goner and she knew that she was mm. a goner. Mm. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know. Not too, not too sad, to be honest. <laughs> not gutted. The thing is, well, it's difficult, isn't it? Because at this stage in the competition, if you're going to do a dance like a samba, which is notoriously quite hard to pull off, unless you're Calvin Fletcher, like, it's... I feel like it was sort of a no-brainer that she would be in the bottom two. Yeah. But they have to do it, right? They yeah, have they to have get, to, like, a spread just, of dances. Yeah, and, and it's just unfortunate, I suppose, that this was her week when the standards are a lot higher now than if she'd done it in, say, week two or three. Yeah. So even if she wasn't... I feel like any little mistake is going to be picked up more now because you're expecting so much more. Whereas this is like a dance Mm. that you would have expected she'd have done in week two for Mm. the standard that she was at. I think as well it's worth noting that this is the real Strictly Curse, AJ and the Samba. Every time he's done the Samba, I think for the last two years, that's the dance he's gone out on. And it's something that she picked up on on Twitter. She was just like, he always goes out on the Samba, please vote for me. And it was just like... (laughs) She really threw him in the ditch. (laughs) (laughs) Just threw him under the bus. He's ruined me. (laughs) And in an interview with The Sun, Saffron said quote we tried to get out of dancing the samba but they wouldn't let us so do you feel like it was the wrong time for her to do it because you said it felt more like a week two dance really i think if you know the samba's going to be difficult you'd probably want to get it out the way quite early on Mm. when you know that there's obviously quite bad people still in the competition like you do it when you're james cracknell and (laughs) annika rices were still dancing because you know that they were quite stiff and Mm. they were probably going to go quite early on so then she's probably could have got away with it and then she's done the samba 
she can just keep flying up the leaderboard. But to to win strictly, you have to be an all rounder. You have to be able to yeah. do a passable mm. version of uh, uh, really good, but you know True. at least a, yeah. a nearly a passable version of every single dance. You can't really have such a glaring weak spot. So. Yeah, because she was it the salsa she did a few weeks ago that she did and she wasn't. It was a bit all over the place. Mm. Yeah. It's a bit kind of like her limbs were everywhere. It's going to sound really mean, but you know when you have a spider in the bath and you put water on it? Was, she moved a bit like that. It was just a bit erratic and all over <laughs> so the place. specific. <laughs> her limbs were just like all over the place. And I know yeah. I'm not a dancer, so I can't really criticise, but it just felt a little bit, didn't quite work for me. Yeah. And mm. AJ said he felt that Sephron deserved more than a five. Do you agree? No, and I to be know, honest, I, mean, I do agree. I don't think she deserved more than a five. I, I'm glad that Craig was a little grumpier yeah. this week, and I'm glad that he was critical in his, in his marking because it gets so boring when it's just like endless praise and endless yeah. high scores. Yeah. Like, how do you differentiate between dances if you yeah. if you just allow this kind of mark inflation? It's true, mm. and I'm glad you brought that up because Craig was in a bit of a grumpy mood this week. He yeah. gave Alex and Neil a four for their Argentine tango, which made Motsi gasp. I don't know if you saw, but her face was just like, "Oh my god!" when he lifted up that paddle. Do you think that was kind of fair? His marking this week. It was extreme, but he was trying to create some actual differences on the leaderboard, I guess. Yeah. Also, I don't. I think the four was quite low. But I feel like that dance, she looked like she was going to properly come out of herself. Like, we've had this with Alex for a mm. while. Like, we, I feel like we haven't really properly seen her full potential. But then I just don't think it worked. She never quite did. I feel like it's a dance where maybe she felt a little bit awkward trying to be very passionate. And, yeah. Because it was the Argentine tango, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I also, like, I, I kept sort of wincing at all yeah. those little moments yeah. where like she didn't quite get her leg in the right place or mm-hmm. yeah. there was a little stumble and that completely ruins the feel of an Argentine tango. Why do you think that it was Saffron and AJ in the bottom two and not Alex and Neil? Because Alex and Neil, they've never been in that danger zone even though they've never topped the leaderboard. People love Neil. Mm. Like, a lot of members of the public will vote because they like Neil in the competition. So, I mean, that that's that's the problem. Like if, But then also... It could have been a toss-up between the two because they both ended on 26. Yeah. They were both joint yeah. bottom of the leaderboard, really. And uh, I, to be honest, I've really warmed to Alex throughout yeah. the series. I, I feel like she has been a very genuine person, yeah. very sweet, and she is. you can tell that she's giving her all, even mm. if she isn't perfect, um, isn't she's not dancing perfectly. But So, yeah, I've, I've definitely warmed to Alex yeah. over... Saffron, sorry, Saffron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I spoke to Craig earlier this week, I spoke to him very briefly. I asked him, "What would it be? What would? What does he need to see for him to give a ten? Because he's not given a ten at all mm. this series." And he said, very simply, "It needs to be perfect, simple as that." Before we walked off, do you think he's being too harsh? Because we have seen some phenomenal dancers, and the other judges have given tens, and yet we're now at week ten. We've not seen a ten. But I feel like some people, do, uh, like especially in this this series people have been giving out tens from like week two or three yeah and i think that's too early i do quite like how he holds back yeah because then when he gives the 10 you're like that was it worthy of a 10 like this yeah. dance is amazing yeah i mean yeah there's there's a couple of dances he probably could have given a 10 here and there so far but mm. i'm totally with him on not just keep throwing those 10 paddles up yeah i mean like when it was i think it was week three when shirley gave um kelvin yeah. a 10 and we were said on the podcast then was it deserving of a 10 in week three because some of the lifts were quite clunky mm. in that dance we were saying so for now that we've had that it's kind of like 
I feel like he's topped that since and not got a 10. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like Craig's 10s mean more. They do, yeah. And also, you know, if you do give a dance, if you give a 10 to something that wasn't 100% perfect, what do you do when the next dance is 100% yeah. perfect? Exactly. There's no sort of goal. Yeah. There's no achievement. It's like, whoa, I actually got a 10 this week. Mm. There's, there's nothing above a 10. No, no. no. It was a bit of a shock for some of us to see Karim in the dance off, especially as he topped the leaderboard with Kelvin and Oti with 38. And it was quite an emotional couple's choice for him based on his mother's and his sister, but it didn't quite translate. What do you kind of make of his dance? I loved it. I mean, I actually didn't agree with Craig on that one. Mm. In a, I have to admit, it brought a tear to my eye. Did it? <laughs> I think with the VT and everything, and then he did the dance, yeah. and I thought it was a beautiful dance, and he thought mm. he did it even better in the dance-off. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I was very impressed. But then a little bit of me is like, oh, so, yeah, we learned that he's actually a drama school kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's probably so maybe he's a little bit more dancing than I had uh, initially thought. Yeah, I, I thought it was a really good dance. But yeah. then I think we were saying you sort of agree with Craig that there wasn't much emotion. I just think it lacks the emotional content that, like... Um, that Craig said that because he's obviously an amazing dancer, very technically yeah. minded, and he can do like all these like really nifty kicks and flicks. But sometimes I feel like that is a substitute for the emotion. I know you got emotional. I think it, I was with Shirley. Really like I, yeah. I prefer it when it's slightly understated rather than like yeah. emoting, emoting, emoting. Yeah. You know, I think people can go over the top. I think I need that to show emotion. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I need it to be hit around my head because Craig was saying that he's more of a technician and not an actor. Mm. Do you think that's fair? Because he is an actor. <laughs> like, he, he's had acted. Like, he is very big on technique. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really liked it, but I didn't feel any emotion. And mm. I know you don't have to be outwardly like, cry, this is going to make you feel like this or feel like that. But I was getting nothing. Yeah. I was like, that's a really nice dance. And actually, it could have been quite a happy dance. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, it, it didn't come across like it's meant to be sad and I'm just missing it. It was just like, oh, that could have been like a. Oh, I don't think it was lovely. meant to be sad. It was more like. Emotional, but yeah. I just. See, I feel like Saffron and AJ's couple's choice, th that made me emotional because it was for her nan. Yeah. And like, like, I kind of got that more. But and then Will again, it Bailey. was. Yeah, it was Will less. Bailey's was emotional. It was amazing. Yeah. Saffron's didn't make me emotional. <laughs> Will Bailey's got that such a powerful emotional yeah. story yeah. which she did the following week. Um, if, you know, all these things he'd overcome. Exactly. Et cetera, et cetera. And Saffron's was like, I love my granny. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's a bit like I suppose He's so, like, I love yeah. my mum and my sister. And there they are in the audience. But they've struggled, you know. They've, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm You're not, not sold. No, I'm not sold. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they, they weren't the only couple's choice this week because um, Kelvin and Oti got theirs out the bag, and theirs was similarly emotional because it was dedicated to his wife. Oh, that was really emotional. Did you find it that maybe I, was I like, just oh, am dead inside? What a good end. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, nice There's dude. <laughs> I didn't feel that the dance matched up with the story. No, 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 exactly. It was quite a fun dance, and just like two seconds after, he'd been like sobbing his eyes out about how much yeah. he loves his wife. Yeah, it wasn't like I feel like that story was more for a waltz or some kind of emotional yeah. romantic dance. This kind of celebrated the everyday and I understand there's romance in the everyday, but it didn't translate like that. It was just quite fun. It was almost like a Charleston for me. Yeah. Like, this is us dancing around our kitchen. We love each other. It was just a bit, it fell flat for me. It, I'm not saying it wasn't technically brilliant because it was, yeah. but it just was a bit, for me, I didn't care as much. Well, I just found that one funny because that was sort of like he's sitting there in his VT trying not to cry, being like, God, this is really hot. Mm. And like she's talking about how amazing yeah. their relationship was. So I was expecting quite a 
deep like emotional mm, slow dark. yeah and then all of a sudden he's sort of like drumming his legs like putting <laughs> yeah. the kettle on <laughs> I was like oh okay I don't really get this and why have we gone back to the 50s when did you meet yeah <laughs> it just didn't make sense it we've been together since like childhood but it was old yeah, it, was, okay. it was a bit of a, like it was just not very well matched I think yeah, yeah. but I feel like Kelvin is so popular as we've proved on this podcast that he will sail through he could just walk in a circle and I think he'd probably yeah. he did quite a lot of walking in that dance there was a lot of like yeah. not much dancing mm-hmm. yeah a lot of just moving around yeah a bit. there was a lot of chat on twitter this week about the couple's choice people calling for it to be axed what do you guys think of that i mean it was only introduced i think last year yeah i don't think it should be axed because we've seen some really great couple's choice dances mm. like yeah. will, honestly i know go on about will bailey's couple's choice like quite a lot yeah but it was such a good routine mm. like probably better than any routine he'd done like in other mm. weeks but then it can be a bit of a dodgy one. Look at Michelle Visage. Yeah. That, I really didn't like that at all. I really enjoyed it. Did you? <laughs> In a really camp way. Yeah, it was just like... There was just you no, do you. like... It was just her sort of waving and moving a flag and that was it. Not a flag, a fan. But, you know, when... I don't know, I wanted yeah. more. I was... I just loved it, actually. It was oh, so, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's loved it. See, like, I, I understood and appreciated how hard that must have been, like, the armography and stuff. But yeah. at the same time, like, it wasn't... A dancing that a strictly fan I think would usually get. I don't think it I don't think it was necessarily particularly hard. I just really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. It would to be yeah. fair, it didn't look like that challenging. No. I know I don't dance, but it didn't it's not like as technical Move as over Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I still think about come behind that curtain. <laughs> I really liked um Faye's one the previous year. She had the fantastic yeah. couple's yeah. choice. That was a jazzy one, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It does allow us to see some things that are outside of the usual Definitely. Yeah. Which is nice. I think it'd be a shame to axe it because it's so it does allow for some really interesting dances and some yeah. really nice routines that we wouldn't have seen otherwise. But at the same time, when they go wrong, they go really wrong. Yeah. Which is a shame because I think Michelle should still be in this competition, really, if I'm honest. That's the thing. I feel there's no middle ground with the couple's choice. It's either you've topped the leaderboard with it and it's your best ever dance or you're like right down at the bottom mm-hmm. and yeah. you absolutely flopped. I mean, with Michelle, I know we harped on about this a lot last week. I feel like the dance didn't quite work because people didn't really get the emotional link to it, which is probably yeah. the same with Karim, that that emotional link, we could see it in the VT, but on stage didn't, come didn't through, quite yeah. work, which is a bit of a shame. But yeah, I found out by the way that Madonna did do some kind of Georgian big did dress thing. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, we yeah. just I had no idea. I we were talking about this totally like what this. stupid idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, why no idea about it. But yeah, I didn't realise that that was a thing. So sorry about that. We're stupid. <laughs> um, elsewhere, it was a very good week for Chris and Karen. They didn't top the leaderboard, but their Paso Doble did really impress the judges. What did you guys make of it? I thought it was all right. <laughs> he needed to do something like this yeah. but his facial expressions were just bordering on comical because mm. obviously he was trying it? to be really stern and <laughs> yeah. passionate but it just was a bit sort of like twisting his mouth and I was like I know it's a bit too like comedy Chris you just tone it down a tiny bit he looked like the angry face emoji he was just like <laughs> he really just glaring <laughs> part of the problem I think is that I just don't really love the Pasadoble and especially oh, I, love it. I don't I don't know and I, I, there's so many musical pieces that they put to the Paso Doble that don't quite work. Yeah. yeah. So as far as the Doble's yeah. go, it was quite good. But mm. uh. <laughs> I, I, he needed that. I yeah, think this is definitely. probably his best dance so far. He did really need that because every dance he's done has been quite comical. I mean, yeah. even this to some extent with his face, which is yeah. funny, even though not intentionally. It's good to see him do something serious and really pull it off because it shows a versatility that I don't think we knew he had. Yeah. Do you think you guys think he could win it? No. <laughs> 
I'd like him to because I really like his partnership with Karen Howe. Yeah. I think it's a really good partnership and she's fantastic for him because it's simple enough that mm. it, she, he can do it, but it's effective enough that yeah. he can enjoy it. But he's obviously got a lot of support from Newcastle or mm. just maybe nationwide because yeah. he's never been in the dance-off and he's never topped the leaderboard, so people are backing him. But it's interesting though because it's like what you were saying, if, if it's a case where you can't really have a dance that you don't know how to do, like Saffron mm. clearly can do the samba, then do you deserve to be in the top three or even win it yeah. because actually there's very few dances where you've gone that's chris ramsey's dance he's yeah. amazing yeah. that he's sort of been a bit middling the whole way through like no nah, he's average he's all right apart from his couple's choice oh, oh yeah. yeah very true <laughs> yeah. yeah that couple's choice one but then you know he can't really repeat I mean, he can't really fall back on just yeah. being able to do that that's what yeah. i mean like, so he'd only be falling back on that or this passa doble yeah and it was a it was good like i watched it again this morning and it was quite you know intense yeah and, and she obviously she wasn't dragging him around i feel like sometimes she drags him and he's just there and then this week he was he actually led her a bit which yeah. was good and it was nice to see do you think it deserved the mark it got Especially when we did see people getting fours this week. I probably would have thought sevens across the board. Yeah. But he got three eights, didn't he? And then yeah. seven from Bruno and everyone booed. <laughs> yeah. Savage. Um, no, I mean, it. Was, I did like his little face when he got that first eight from Craig. Yeah. He was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just kept coming. And he was like, no, 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 don't boo Bruno in case he then decides to give me a six instead. Yeah, I thought it was it was sweet and it would be nice to see him go further. But yeah. I've been saying this every week for the last five weeks now. I don't know how much further he can go, especially yeah. now it's getting to the nitty-gritty. There's like Karim and Kelvin. Yeah. And then Emma is mm. a bit of a contender. I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised by this final five, if I'm honest. I would have thought it would have been Saffron, Michelle, Kelvin, Karim and Emma. Did I say Emma? Possibly. Yeah, I mean, we've sort of spoken about Emma before and said... Could she get to the final? Like, could she be a contender? Yeah. I didn't like her dance, though, this week. It was very yeah. stop and start. It was. Yeah. And I, I actually found the costume quite tacky. I didn't... I wasn't... Ooh. No, no, no. But I just... It just, just don't felt like it worked. Yeah. I knew yeah. she was supposed to be Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, and but... You can see that with the wig, mm, but... I think I'm not sure. Yeah. I also am not sure about her partnership with Anton. I yeah. don't know. It, I think because he's making this a little bit all about himself mm. <laughs> just a little bit yeah i don't know if, if if they have a good thing going i mean i feel like i'm happy for anton because he's never particularly done this well before we've never got he's tens never before well. <laughs> so he's, he's he's doing well and like I'm, i don't blame him for rejoicing in that i feel like emma's not getting the kind of celebration for that because yeah. it's her dancing that's getting them that far i know it's his choreography yeah. but i feel like I feel like their partnership works because they do seem to be quite jokey together and have the same sense of humour. I don't mm. know if it's a partnership I enjoy watching as much as I enjoy watching, like, Kelvin and Oti. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping... I do want them to go far because I feel like I'm, I'm backing Emma to go yeah, far. But I know yeah. I'm in a minority because I know housewives love Anton. So... But she also is, you know, was a, a strictly super fan who wasn't yeah. a dancer. Yeah. So it'd be yeah. quite so nice to see her get to yeah. the finals. Yeah, I mean... Whether she will, I feel like with this like last five left, I'm, I'm not really sure who will go. I mean, I would have never thought Karim would have been in the dance off, but obviously no one's safe. There's been a bit of a pattern. They've been in the dance off, and then the following week they actually they're in it again and they go. Yeah, like, that happened to Michelle. Yeah, who else did that happen to this series? Someone was it uh, Mike Bushell? Well, he went four four times yeah, in the dance off. Was on a roll. David. Yeah, so that's what. Yeah, David James. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, if Karim's in it next week, maybe. 
Karim's time will Maybe. be up. Yeah, which would be such a shame because he's the best dancer. Yeah, obviously. but sometimes, sometimes a person being in the dance off is all it takes to make people sort of remind people that they should actually vote yeah. for the person they're backing. Yeah, um, sometimes that can be like actually quite a good thing if yeah. for the next week. I mean. If we don't see a 40 next week, I'm going to be stunned because I just feel like we've been waiting now for a 40. And if we didn't see it in musicals weeks of all weeks, we're <laughs> oh never going to see it. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping we get a 40, but who knows? Anyway, moving on, we're getting towards the final stages of the competition now, which means only one thing. RadioTimes.com are getting their stats spreadsheet out, <laughs> which is why we've been joined and by Eleanor. swiftly hiding it away again. <laughs> yes. So, so, yes. It's a thing of beauty. I, I've, we've just been staring at it for the last hour. I've been building it for a few years. It's got many tabs. <laughs> it's got many formulae in it. And... Uh, Yes. So how did it come about? Because I think you started it in 2017. Yeah, I was yeah I was curious about some of the stats involved, and people were like asking me, you know, stuff like, oh, if you're first in the running order, do you think that eventually yeah. affects where yeah. you end up or whatever? So I started just compiling it mm. and went a bit nuts and <laughs> carried on building it. So yeah, we've got all these stats, and then we we try and predict things as well. I mean, we've had fairly good luck before yes <laughs> this year was a little bit of a disappointment i i Suffer must admit <laughs> God's sake, so 2017 we predicted that joe mcfadden would win and he did, did. and no one thought he would as well yeah exactly yeah. so yeah uh last year we said um joe sug or possibly stacy dooley um we leaned towards that. joe sug but we did it was stacy dooley yeah so we can mm. have that one this year <laughs> not so great saffron according to the numbers should have won yeah. but she did not um, even made top five. <laughs> so usually, um, in more than half of the cases, I think it is um, the person who scores twenty-seven or closest to twenty-seven in week one yeah. is the eventual winner. Yeah, yeah, because um, that's the average first score, twenty-seven point yeah. five. Well, that's the, that's the event average first score of the eventual winner. Yeah, um, and uh, usually you can also track um, how yeah, if you look at someone's total score by this point in the competition, mm. you don't want to be too high. Kelvin. Yeah, you don't want to be too low. Um, you want to be around, I think it was 290? It was 287, I think, because yeah. Stacey yeah. Dooley brought the average down. So Sorry, by that measure, Saffron should have won. Yeah. So yeah. this year is kind of all over the place, really, with uh, with predictions. It's I think it's very hard to tell how it's going to go. It shows how unpredictable this series is. It has been, yeah. massively. But who who was closest to Saffron then in the in the stats? Like yeah. Who was like the next one? It was Karim. <laughs> oh, great oh, oh, dear. they read that piece or just like for god's sake <laughs> like, we won't try we'll win anyway and then well he's still in it he might win he might win and then we can say yeah it was a tie between saffron and Karim. We, yeah. we got it right uh-huh. um i thought it was interesting how the average age of the winner is 31 which is mm. interesting like the youngest i think was um louis louis at 23 oh the gymnast yeah and then the oldest was joe mcfadden at 42 which is it's, it's it's interesting. 30. Who's around that age? Is uh, Kelvin around early thirties? He's mid thirties. Oh, Karim is nineteen. Oh yes, he is. Oh, wow. so, so he's very. He'd be very Alex young. Scott, is she late twenties. She might be around. We're either around. insulting people or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was interesting. Another interesting thing that we noticed was eleven out of sixteen winners have never been in the dance off, which is mm. very oh. yeah. Which is Chris Ramsey. Well, there we go. <laughs> which is particularly interesting in this series, seeing as most people have now been in the dance off, apart from if you look at. Well, actually, 
scrap that Kelvin ever happens. <laughs> and Chris haven't been in the dance. It's quite a lot this year that happened. Yeah, so someone someone's bound to have their first time in the dance off this week. Has Emma been in it? No. So Alex, Emma, Chris, and Kelvin. Yeah. So never, four out of the top five. Yeah, have managed never, to escape the dance off. But you know that that time will be up, and I feel Next like week it's up. Yeah, I feel like it'll be Alex or Chris, if I'm honest. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably wrong. Maybe Emma, but then I. So it's Emma as well. Like, like we said, people love Anton. Yeah. EastEnders fans absolutely love Emma. Yeah. They've got quite a big fan base behind them. Also, uh, this year people have been really rapidly moving up and down the leaderboard. Yeah. yeah. Like dropping, you know, 10 points in a week yeah. and then going up again. Uh, so it's very hard to tell who's going to be in the danger zone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Saffron had topped the leaderboard twice and now and she's she, gone. at the bottom once and she's gone, which is shocking and a shame for our statistics because yeah. we're really backing <laughs> her to win. Because of this, and with Karim now the favourite, do you think that might skew for next year when we do we dig this up again? Maybe. I mean, I hope not. It's <laughs> so, like Saffron was an anomaly. Yeah, sure. I mean, people are anomalies. Like um, uh, Abby Clancy, I remember, did spectacularly well in her first week. Yeah. And yet, which usually means that you're kind of done too well too soon. Yeah. And yet she went on to win. So there are outliers in the stats. Maybe Kelvin will win. Well, this is the thing. Do you think this could make this could mean that Kelvin could win? Yeah, potentially. It's all to play for. I want Kelvin to win. I mean, people love an underdog because he came in as the underdog, really. And he was only an underdog for about a second. Then <laughs> <laughs> he got out on the dance floor. And it was like you're not an underdog. You're like the front runner. And he's not had dance training, has he? I don't think so. No, but I think he went to drama school, so he uh, may have done okay. a little bit here and there. But I don't think he's. He did do the real full Monty. Which is oh, learning yeah. a routine, but getting naked, which is a little bit different <laughs> to like traditional dance training. But it's not as if he hasn't learned a routine before. Which yeah, is, yeah. So it's not an alien concept. But at the same time, he, he is just good, like almost mm. too good. But whether I mean, the stats say he's too good to win. But but sometimes on you know on the odd occasion, yeah. someone yeah. who does very well at the beginning continues through. You mentioned Abby Clancy. I yeah. think um, God, what was her name? Alicia Dixon was one of those anomalies. Yes, yeah, she was very good very soon. So we might see Calvin on the judging panel <laughs> next year if he won. Get out, Shirley. <laughs> New head judge. Next week is Musicals Week. Who are you hoping to see? Or who are you looking forward to seeing? I say Chris because I feel like I just love watching him. Yeah. Like, he's not the best dancer in the world, but I feel like with Musicals Week, they'll probably do something quite fun. But with that... I fear that that will be the time he goes into the dance-off because it will just be back to him being yeah. like funny Chris in the ballroom yeah and being in the top five and that will be going into the quarter semi-final yeah yeah people might be a bit like you know he's he's not a he's not a semi-finalist it's a shame um kevin's not partnered with anyone in the musical suite because he's usually fantastic at those yeah yeah yeah. he is Um, It, it is a bit of a shame sorry annika but, yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Calvin and Oti as usual. I think Emma and Anton will be interesting as well. Mm. And just to see because I feel like this is Anton's probably he's born for musicals week, but he's just never <laughs> got that far. So we've not seen him like unleash the beast for it. I think as well I'd be interesting how like Karim handles being in the dance off because he has had like crises of confidence yeah. before. There was a week where he kind of messed up and then he was quite tearful the next week when he didn't get the marks that he was hoping for. So it kind of it would be interesting to see how being in the dance off affects him really. I'm yeah. hoping it spurs him on, but he has struggled, so I'm hoping 
Alex Alex Scott to like really let loose. In oh music God, this week. yeah. Because she's, it's, you know, she's, someone's sitting on the verge. Yeah. And you're like, go on, just go for it. And then she's just slightly holding back. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw herself into it in Musical Suite. And then I think she'd be a proper contender. She could be, yeah. yeah. She was the favourite twin from the very beginning, like before anyone danced, because she'd won Strictly yeah, yeah. Sports Relief. So if anyone put a bet on her, and she, she makes it. She, yeah. I hope nobody bets on Saffron after really well. We're not giving you your money back. So. Okay. <laughs> so that's all we've got time for on this week's Strictly Between Us. Thanks to Emma and Eleanor for joining me today. Join us again next week for more news, views and backstage gossip straight from Strictly itself. And be sure to subscribe to automatically receive the latest updates from us here at RadioTimes.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.